Thank you for listening to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and in today's episode, I talked to Dr. Margaret Gabrielle Mueller. And Dr. Margaret is really interesting. She has this crossover between her veterinary skills, working with animals and um, falcons, and also working with people and their mental health. And so we talk about how these things cross over and specifically around the, um, the help that she received from her pet rabbit in dealing with her own mother's schizophrenia. And so in her life's purpose, she has been drawn to working with pets and people. She's written a book called Your Pet, Your Pill, and it talks about the, um, it gives stories about inspirational ways that pets lead us to a happy, healthy, and successful life. Dr. Margaret also works with inner dynamics, and she talks about that in terms of how we have these different aspects of who we are, and working with inner dynamics can, can meet, lead us to a more complete um, experience of ourselves within. So this is a great episode. We, we, she's a great, just a, has a great energy about her. I think you're going to get a lot from this episode. And so before we get started, I just want to let you know about Simplero online course software. This is where my website, karagoodwin.com, is. It's hosted by Simplero. It's an online course software, but it really takes everything and gives you a really holistic online presence. Um, it is an email management system. Of course, it's a course software. It um, does click funnels. It does all kind. I mean, it does so much. I'm learning so much through Simplero. I really can't recommend it enough. Um, I receive coaching through it and their customer support is incredible. So I really, really highly recommend if you're looking for a holistic software solution for your business, check out Simplero. You can go on my sponsors page on my website and sign up for a free 14-day trial and just see how you like it. It's seriously, it's such an awesome experience. So do check that out and enjoy this episode. So welcome, Dr. Margaret. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. I've been looking forward to this. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be on your podcast as a guest, and I'm really looking forward to it. So where are you joining us from? I join you from Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. So I'm on the other side of the world, let's say. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I think um, Abu Dhabi is one of the funnest countries to say. It just it's fun Abu Dhabi like it's just fun. <laughs> it <laughs> the is actually very they they just sound those words sound so good together. I could say that all day. Um, so you have such a fascinating background with a lot of diverse areas of specialty. So I'd love to know how they flow together between the veter veterinary work and the people work, you know, you work with, with both. So 
I'd love to know like which came first and are they both still focuses or is one kind of an older thing you used to do or how does it all go together? <laughs> Great question, actually. You can say the first part, it's actually the veterinary work because this really came first. I've studied veterinary medicine in Germany and in France. And in uh, 2001, uh, I was invited to come to Abu Dhabi, to the Falcon Hospital in Abu Dhabi as a veterinarian. So I came here. I was the first woman in this yeah, male-oriented Falcon revolt. So it was a, quite a big shock for the men here, actually. So it was very difficult in the beginning. <laughs> and uh, within half a year, I became in charge of the hospital. So I've been this ever since. I've been running this hospital since that time. And it has developed a lot from a very small, yeah, small, tiny clinic to a world-renowned institution. So that's how I started off. And of course, my love for animals was always there. And I mean, this is something that I have from my childhood. Um, when my mother got sick, she's suffering from schizophrenia. Uh, it was my little rabbit who was my lifeline, actually. So this uh, this love for animals was always there and it has always carried me through. So through my veterinary career, of course, I've I've dealt so much with animals and it was just, just beautiful, actually. So that's why I've written a book, uh, an award-winning book, Your Pet, Your Pill, 101 Inspirational Stories About How Pets Lead You to a Happy, Healthy and Successful Life, because they can do so much for us. And uh, then, you know, the more I moved ahead, the more people started asking me, can you help me with my problems and can you somehow get these things sorted out? So I somehow slowly went into this kind of coaching and I started with life coaching and it was really interesting, but it wasn't, let's say, 100% for me. And then somehow, you know, I said, mm, it's, it's not really the, the perfect fit. And then I went into mental health coaching and it was fascinating. I mean, we talk in your podcast a bit also about spirituality and, you know, these things, how they flow. And for me, when I signed up for my mental health coach training, it was amazing because I signed up on a Tuesday. The course started on Friday, which I didn't know, and they had one single place left. So there was oh, only wow. one slot left, which was my slot. So it wow. was meant to be. <laughs> yes. And it was just fantastic. So I went into mental health coaching and I really love it because you can do so much with it and the results are amazing. I'm, I specialized in inner dynamics and the change that you see in people once you help them through whatever problems they have, and I specialize especially in, in childhood trauma, it, it is absolutely fascinating to see. So now I'm still having the veterinary side, but it's a lot more coaching now and it's really going towards this direction because it is beautiful to see what you can do. And in the same time, I'm also looking to combine the animals with the coaching. So in future, I will be combining it with coaching with horses and coaching with animals additionally. So I'm also a certified um, holistic horse coach for, for um, horse guided empowerment for people. So then it all comes together. So it was a long way, but yeah, yeah. it all fits like a puzzle now, which is beautiful mm -hmm. to see. Yes, I love that. I mean, I love there's just this overarching um, what, you know, you're wanting to just help. I mean, this is the way that I see it, where it's yes. like I, I've got these gifts to be able to help. And sometimes those gifts, you know, are, are used on animals and sometimes they're used for humans and sometimes they overlap. 
but there's this, you know, definitely a thread that's, that's thread, you know, woven through all of that. So that's yes. amazing. I definitely want to go back, help me remember to go back to the falconry. Um, but you mentioned the mental health coaching, and I'd love to just have you explain a little bit about what that is, because I would think like, is that therapy? Is it, is it psychology? Is it like, and what would be the difference? That's a good point because mental health coaching is a very new part of life coaching. It's, you can say, the most advanced part of life coaching, and it's really directly bordering to psychotherapy. So the difference between mental health coaching and psychotherapy is actually that when we look at psychotherapy or counseling, we talk about people who are diagnosed with clinical mental illness. So this is where mental health coaching stops. So we talk with people and we treat people actually who have mental, you can say mental health disorders. So not clinical cases, but those people who have mental health concerns, mental health disorders. And this is then where we stop. But what's the beauty of mental health coaching is that um, I'm specialized in inner dynamics. So it's not just like a kind of talk therapy, you just talk and you um, question and answer like in normal life coaching, it's completely different. It's a bit similar to internal family systems, which means when we talk about inner dynamics, we go really, really deep, which means, you know, sometimes you say just unconsciously, oh, you know, a part of me would like to go to the movies, but another part of me is just lazy. I want to be a couch potato today and I just switch on the TV. So the moment you say one part of me wants to do this and another part wants to do that, you unconsciously say that you have different parts inside yourself that are actually in a conflict. One part wants to do this, the other one that. So that's what we are working on in inner dynamics and mental health coaching. So we are looking to identify those parts that you have and you can have you can have five you can have 10 you can have 20 you can have many it, it's changing also over time and those parts are separated into parts that are trying to protect you they try to protect you from let's say a pain or hurt that you have experienced before so this part doesn't want you to be hurt again so it tries to really create a kind of protective shield around you and those protector parts are actually yeah protecting other parts that had been hurt before. Maybe in your childhood when you experienced some kind of trauma or even in your, your adulthood, but something that's causing a real big pain for you. So those parts are very vulnerable. And in order to protect you to, yeah, to experience this pain and to feel it, because this is really in your subconscious mind, that's not anymore in your conscious mind. So that's deeply engraved in your subconscious mind. That's why you have those protectors. And that's what we do in Inner Dynamics. We try to, yeah, to move a little bit those protector parts that we can access those vulnerable parts that hold those deep burdens, that hold this, this pain and hurt. And once mm -hmm. we start accessing those, then we can start to create a healing process for them. And once we create a healing process, then these Burdens are lifting. They lift from your heart. They lift from your shoulders. And that's then the moment when the client says, you know, it's like it's like a stone is falling from my heart. Some kind of burden is falling from my heart. They can really feel it, actually. And that's that's really beautiful to see. And once you come to this state, then you can achieve this kind of inner peace because you reach to this most inner self 
where you are, which many other people might call it soul, you might call it inner self. It's this part that's the deepest one, and that's the true you, that the real you, without any layers, pure you. And once you reach to the stage, it's a beautiful state of peace, calmness, serenity. And that's what we are doing in mental health coaching. And mm. the, the impact you can have on the client is totally amazing. You can really change their lives with it. Because you that's access amazing. this trauma and you can also heal it. And that's the beauty of it. And that's usually something they are not even aware of because yeah. they just buried it in their subconscious mind. It, it affects feels, them too. Right. I wonder too if like as you're sort of like, it feels almost like dissolving layers or dissolving like fractals of them. Yes. But it's also like as you're going into that very center point, it's maybe like creating pathways so that because as we so we we can do all that great work and then we keep living. Right. And then because we live, we continue to bump up against life like they, life's not going to stop. So we're still going to get hit with things. And that's one of the beautiful things about doing that self-work is that, okay, you clean up these traumas, you heal up those things, but also perhaps it becomes easier to find those pathways to get, like when you do get hit with different yes. things, like, okay, wait, now I know how to go into my center. I know how to find that true spark exactly. of who I am. Exactly. And that's exactly the point that you mentioned. It is first to heal the trauma or to access whatever burdens are there in the subconscious mind. But then also, as you say, to create an awareness how to reach to this state of peace, serenity and calmness, to reach the inner self, but also to become more resilient, to start to understand once you face an obstacle or a problem or something really traumatic happens in your life. And I mean, we don't know what the future brings. Always something can come up and it might be difficult to overcome it. But this kind of, of yeah, Mental health coaching helps you to, first of all, to become more aware when you are in such a situation and you learn how to overcome it. So you understand what's a trigger, for example, what is creating those problems for you. But also that's what we, you can say, train more or less the client to find the way how to deal with it in a good way, not to have again these heavy burdens and not to be so much hurt again. And that's what we do in, in mental health coaching. We use inner dynamics. We use also NLP um, uh, uh, tools. It really, it really, yes, exactly. It really makes a big difference for them. And in the end, and that's also, for example, what I do with my, my online coaching program. The, the idea is to relieve the burdens, but also to make the client more resilient and more empowered to deal mm -hmm. with such situations in the future. And I think this is essential if you want to live a, a happy life or a life where you can bear whatever comes in your way. And I think, right. I mean, always something will come up, but at least you are able to deal with it. And that's the idea right. of it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, um, let's talk about the animals. And again, still want to get to the falconry, but, um, but you know, your book is called Your Pet, Your Pill. And I would just love to hear a bit about the amazing benefits of pets for humans. I have two cats and a dog. I'm a big, <laughs> big animal lover. And when we lived abroad, um, 
from 2014 to 2018, we didn't have pets. We, well, we had, we had to, um, have caretakers for them. So they had gone to other homes because we had other, we had pets when we left and they went to other homes while we lived abroad. And then, but that was a really, I mean, it was a beautiful time for its own reasons, but we all, I have a son and a daughter and husband, you know, and we all really felt that void of like, man, one of the, one of the benefits of when we move back will be that, you know, we'll have pets. And it came up a lot with my kids, like how soon after we move back to America, can we get pets again? And, and they just really add something. I mean, but I, I want to hear your, you know, you've done research and this is kind of your life. So please tell yes. us about the benefits. I mean, we always look at pets like you have a cat and you play with it and it's nice to have it in the home or you have a dog, you go for a walk and you have a friend, but they are so much more for us, but people are not really aware of it. So that's the reason actually why I wrote this book, because we need to open up our minds to the healing powers that pets have for us. And I mean, it's a big word, but it's really true. And it is really based on science. And as you said, I did a lot of research when I wrote my book. And it is just fascinating when you look at it. For example, like when we look at our mental health, when we have a cat, because you have cats, they are improving our mental health in 87% of the cases. So if you have a cat already, it helps you to improve your mental health. Even they have an impact on our endocrinology. For example, when you pet your cat or your dog, just for three or five minutes, you are excreting hormones, which means dopamine or serotonin or oxytocin or endorphins. These are the hormones that yeah, make you happier. These are love hormones. These are well-being hormones. So just five minutes petting or caressing your pet will increase those hormones. So the hormonal status is changing, is improving. And your physiology makes you actually feel better. And this is absolutely amazing to see that this is proven by science. It's not just that we feel, oh, I feel better when I play with my cat. Actually, there is a real change in your body. In the mm. same time, it's not just this. They also help us with regards to social isolation or loneliness. Look mm. at how many people feel lonely nowadays. You know, in the old days, you had big families with grandmother, grandfather, parents, children, aunties, uncles. Nowadays, many people live alone in big cities. Sometimes they don't even know their neighbors. But if they have a pet, they have, first of all, somebody who loves them unconditionally. But also when they go out for a walk with a dog, they are able to get in contact with other people. So mm -hmm. it also helps in this respect. And to come back to our mental health, when we look, for example, at our cognitive function, it is scientifically approved that pets improve our cognitive function. For example, even in cases when people are suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia, just looking at a fish tank, and it doesn't have always to be a dog and cat, even a fish in a fish tank will improve their condition because they start focusing on this pet their mind starts to work in a different way. They start to calm down. A lot of those people who are pacing a lot, they start to calm down. They look at them. Their whole body starts to rest. So the changes are amazing. And of mm -hmm. course, also you have, have physical benefits. For example, when you have a dog, you live actually longer. 
<laughs> that's mm. proved as well. That's proven science. For example, if you have a heart attack, let's say one year after a heart attack, around people who have dogs, only 3% will in the end pass away. But without, it's 27%. Wow. So it's a big, big difference. That's a Even big they difference. have strokes. So that's what I mean. It's not that we talk about some small changes or small numbers, they change your life fundamentally and they can make it so much better. And that's also one of the reasons why I call this book about to lead you to a happy, healthy and successful life. You're happier because of all the, the, the endocrinological changes that are happening. You live healthier because there are so many health features, like I mentioned now, but also you can become more successful because let's say most of the CEOs had either pets as children or they have them while they're working. So it improves the way how you deal with other people, your communication, you become yeah, more aware of things. So even the way how you deal at work and with your family by fostering proper relationships are improved when you have pets. And that's the beauty of it. And this can be any kind of pets. I'm not just focusing here on dogs and cats. Even a fish will help, a tortoise, a rabbit, a guinea pig, a bird anything. And yeah. if you are aware of this, it will change the way how we look at pets and animals. And I think I that's where that. we should reach. Yeah. I mean, th there's so much there. Thank you for, for going through all of that. And I think too, like as you were speaking about it, it, it also made me think of just the connection with nature and how removed we can be. I mean, I can imagine maybe in Abu Dhabi, it's very desert-like, right? So <laughs> So, I mean, I, maybe it's even more so for you. I don't know if, if that, like, I don't know. I just picture a desert environment. There's even less quote unquote, less nature around maybe, but like for, for many of us, we spend so much time in our homes. Um, you know, we're entering into the, well, we're in the autumn now and it's starting to cool off. So all, everybody where I am, we're all aware, like winter's coming, you know, we're going to be inside a lot. Um, <laughs> But having the animals, uh, you know, really kind of has this automatic connection to nature, which is also so important for us on, on many levels that we, we often aren't even aware of. So, yes, that's, that's wonderful. Correct. And also to add to this, they help us to become more grounded and to live more in the present. And I think that is essential because, you know, we are so much overwhelmed by technology nowadays. Everybody's on social media. When you look at the news on TV, it's everything is devastating. But when you have your animal, and as I said, it doesn't matter what kind of animal you have, what kind of pet you have. They help you to live in the present, to forget all of this chatter around you and yeah. just to focus. And this is so liberating for your mind. That it really is, is. beautiful. And this also helps to not just to, yeah, to improve your mental health, but also it helps with regard to mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And I think we should look at it really from those angles. And that's what I say, the benefits that pets have for us are amazing, actually. And, and yeah. we should be much more aware of that. And we should appreciate and cherish this much more. Yeah, I love that. So with your work as a veterinarian, I know you mentioned about the falconry. So do you focus a lot on birds of prey, in particular falcons, or is it also domestic animals? I know you mentioned horses. Um, I, I don't know with falconry, like if that's a specialization and then you go really deeply into that or, or if it's broader. 
<laughs> yeah, actually, the Abu Dhabi Falcon Hospital is actually two hospitals. One is the one for birds and avians, and there is a second one for pets, mainly dogs and cats, and you know these these small uh, small animals. I'm in charge of both of them, but I spend most of my time with falcons, actually, and some parrots as well. Falcons are really different. As you say, it's not just like normal avian medicine. You have to go really, really deep because they look so huge and big and majestic, and they are, but also they are extremely delicate. So this means as a veterinarian, you have to have a kind of instinct of what's going on because you don't have a lot of time. For example, if they just eat some kind of wrong food, uh, they could actually pass away within another five, six, seven hours. So you have to be very fast and accurate in your diagnosis. You need to start immediate treatment and the correct treatment. So that's why you need really to to have this feeling. And I actually, it's like I can sense when they have a problem. I can see a falcon sitting there and then I say to my team, you know, I think there is a problem. Let us check this. Let us do an x-ray or a blood test or whatever. And I always find something. <laughs> it's some kind of, maybe we can communicate. Maybe uh, it's, it's just, I can feel it actually. Same with dogs and cats. I can really sense it when there is a problem. Also, it might not be obvious. You, you might not mm-hmm. be able to see it. They, they really don't show symptoms. But that's why it's interesting to work with falcons because they can even hide their symptoms until the very end because also, all falcons here are coming from captive breeding centers. They still have the instinct of a wild falcon. So this means yeah. in the wild, they have to hunt and, and fly and, and really live until the very end. They cannot just stop and say, oh, I'm not feeling well today. No, they need to eat. And that's the instinct that even a captive bred falcon has. So it's it's really amazing. It's like you're a little detective. And yeah. <laughs> they are like children who can't speak. So, so it's really fascinating to deal with animals. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, I've always been really drawn to birds of prey and there, there really is something I've seen three bald eagles this year, which is, I don't know that I'd ever seen any before. Um, twice one flew right over my car. Um, and another one was near my house, which was amazing. And also my cat goes outside sometimes. So I was like, I'm going to really enjoy this. Just stay over there from a distance. But um, yeah, and we have hawks, a lot, a lot of hawks around here that catch my attention a lot. So, um, but I don't have, I don't, falcons, I don't know that we even have them around here in the wild, but it's just amazing. Um, Well, how can people find out more about you and learn about, you know, if they're interested in, in mental health coaching, um, going down that path or talk again about your books? Yes. Well, actually, they can find me on my website, www.coachformentalhealth.com. I have created a special course for business women and female entrepreneurs. That's an online course about making peace with your past. Uh, because, and that's especially for women who are adult children of mentally ill parents. I mean, I know it from myself. My mother suffered from schizophrenia. So it takes a long time to overcome this trauma. I didn't have anybody to, to help me with regards to therapy or coaching. So I did it all on my own and it's a very hard work. 
So if you have special coaching in this respect, it really helps because it affects your present life, it affects your relationships, and the trauma is so deep. And most of the time, you're not even aware of it. So that's why I've created this course, because I've seen so many women actually suffering from this problem. And once you talk to them, they say, oh, my God, yes, this is it's the stigma of the disease. It is that I'm feeling that it was my fault. I feel so guilty. So in order to help them, I have created this course and you can find it on the website. In the same time, it's interesting because we spoke about mindfulness before. Each course module is accompanied by a special meditation. So these meditations are yeah, geared to help them for these specific topics. It's a three-month course, every week a different module. And it should really help them to, yeah, to clear up these problems in a, in a, in a better way. So um, I also host a mindfulness group uh, where we do mindfulness and meditation. And of course, yes, my, my book, Your Pet, Your Pill, um, mm. it's uh, also on the website. You can also find it in Amazon. And these are really, really heartwarming stories and um, people really like it. It has won a lot of uh, awards in America, actually. Oh, and, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're an animal lover or you would like to have a pet, I think it's a great way to go. So you can find me on this and you can also find me on the social media. So everything is on coachformentalhealth.com. And I think it is really time to open up a bit more for mental health and mental health coaching because so many people are actually having mental health concerns nowadays. Mm. And it starts now slowly that we start talking about these things because still there is a big stigma in this regard. So it's time to change that. And also, it's not wrong to ask for help. Mm. I mean, it's if you have somebody who knows what he's talking about, who is competent and professional then I think it is good to get this helping hand because nobody should go through such a difficult time like I did it personally by really yeah. working through this trauma for many, many, many years. And uh, if you can get such a help, I think it will really change your life because it lets you understand what happened in the past. And that's why I call it making peace with your past in three months because to make peace with your past, you can only live in the present and move forward into the future if you make peace with your past. And I think Mm. this is essential. And that's what a lot of people, yeah, are not really aware of. So that's what I try to change. And uh, I try to advocate them about mental health. Yes, thank you for that. Uh, I mean, my my sister-in-law took her life three or six years ago. And um, just, you know, she we we knew that she was depressed, that she was struggling. And it was so difficult to watch that and then for the end result to be to lose her. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing to help people to recognize, you know, what what's happening with them and to reconcile, you know, to yes. bring those fragmented parts of them, yes. you know, home yes. and be able to have, you know, these innate abilities to cope because it's 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 so difficult, you know, and and taking the stigma away from it because yes. that's a huge hurdle too, to be able to say that you're not okay. Exactly. Um, that takes a lot of bravery. This is true. And as you said, these experiences, like you mentioned, they are completely devastating. And mm. it's it's something that will always be there. And as you say, the stigma of mental health, either mental, mental illness or even mental health concerns is so strong, either for the person who suffers from it, but also from their surroundings, from their family, for their spouse, for their children or even parents. 
And this is what society is not really looking at. Mm. It, it's just, you know, when you have a physical problem, let's say you have a broken leg, you go to a hospital, they do a surgery, they fix it and everything is okay and that's accepted. But if you have a mental illness or a mental health concern or you're suffering from trauma, and you require help, it is still not really accepted by society because still you are looked at as an outcast, as somebody who is who is uh, not mentally stable, who is different, who is weird. Uh, and, and this has to change because every one of us can get a mental illness or a mental health concern. Everybody mm-hmm. from, of us can come into a situation that we find difficult to cope with. And... Each one of us can be in such a situation. So why do we stigmatize people so much? Uh, I think this is really the point that has to change, I believe. And Mm -hmm. because of my own experience from childhood onwards, I have seen how how difficult this stigma is and how harsh it is on you, on your family, on the person who is mentally ill. And I find it simply unfair because why, why do we judge and condemn people only because they are sick. That's something which is not fair because each one of us can get something like this. And um, as long as we are not becoming more tolerant, more understanding and more compassionate, as long as this is not happening, I think it is really important to, to really shed light on it. And that's what I try through my work, to really give a helping hand and to create a safe space for those people who seek help. Because you are in a situation where you need help, but there is a way forward. Mm-hmm. People need to understand it's it's not the end. There might be a way forward and you just need a helping hand to guide you there. And that's what right. I'm trying to do. And I believe this is important for people to know and to understand and to look at it from a completely different perspective. Right. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for all of the work that you're doing. And thanks for being here today, Dr. Margit. And um, yes, I uh, I wish you all the best there in Abu Dhabi. Thank you so much, Kara. It was really an honor to be invited as a guest on your podcast. Wish you all the best for your future podcast. Thank you so much for this lovely interview. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love for you to do me one quick favor, which is to think of one person who would benefit from hearing this content. Let them know you're thinking of them by sharing this episode with them right now. Thank you, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.